Filmed shortly after Y2K erased most child labor laws in Canada, Ding Dong High is known as the action park of kids' television shows. Infamous for accidents and deaths both on and off set, Ding Dong High left many damaged child stars in its wake, two of which are hosting a brand new podcast, Ding Dong Watch Along. Join Cody and Hooch once again and get all the juicy behind-the-scenes tidbits you can handle. Learn the true story of Ding Dong High. Subscribe to Ding Dong Watch Along now. Dad deserves double the thanks this year. So this Father's Day, give him the power tool system that has everything for every job. The RYOBI One Plus tool system now on special buy. Over 260 RYOBI tools powered by one interchangeable 18-volt battery. And for a limited time, when you make a qualifying RYOBI purchase, you get one select tool or battery free. Feels like Father's Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid through July 31st, 2022. Valid at participating stores and online. Limit one per transaction. Previously on Blade Storm. Hey, uh, I just came. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. From ancient storms in ancient times, ancient blades came forth and scorched an ancient land. And from those ashes, the land of Storm was born. The people of Stormth were a peaceful warrior folk, ready to defend their land from all enemies. Their greatest enemy of all was Blades, Dark Lord of the Understorm. He had emerged from the storming underbelly of Earth and wreaked havoc on the peaceful warrior clans of Stormth. All was lost. The six or seven Storm Guardians emerged from the storm clouds of heaven and locked Blades in Storm Jail for good. Every thousand years, Blades escapes, and a new generation of Storm Guardians are sent to keep him in prison. But this generation of Storm Guardians has failed. Blades has returned, and this time for good. Unless a new generation of Storm Guardians can lock him once again in Storm Prison for good. They must collect the sacred Storm Swords and combine them to create the Sword of Storms. Only then can they unleash the most deadly assault of all, the power of all storms. They will unleash the Blade Storm. The Blade Storm. The Blade Storm. Blade Storm. Everything went black. Kale's head swam in a storm of dreams. Again, he saw the beautiful princess, but also a broken hourglass lost in a sea of sand and a terrifying green monster with blades for arms and wings for wings and a bunch of swords. Always a bunch of swords. Blurry eyelid wipe. Kale comes to where we left off in the last episode, on the floor of the Spitty Tinkler, one of the stinkiest taverns in the armpit of the slimiest towns full of scum and dirt and piss. Smallerton. Standing over him were the degenerate patrons of the Tinkler, eyeing him with greedy little eyes and sticky little hands. Take his boots. I want his watch. I want his kidney. Mine's rusty. Just then, a cool man in a trench coat, sunglasses, and pimp hat burst through the tavern door. Put the kidney back in the boy. 
Who are you to tell us where to put our organs? Who am I? Who am I? They call me Steve. Steve Gottschalk. Yes, the man pushed his way to Kale as the patrons shrank to the shadows. Yeah, take a scene, you turkeys. Wow, thank you, mister. You really gave them a fright. All in a day's work. And I'd lost hope anyone would help me in this town, let alone a stranger like you. Strange? Uh, how hard did they hit you, Kale? Huh? How do you know my name? Oh, Christ. Okay, we don't have time for this. Let's get moving. Kale followed the mysterious Steve Gottschild out of the tavern and through the shadowy streets of Smallerton. Kale was quick to explain his mission to his new cool benefactor. So I'm a storm guardian, and my town got torn down because of a walrus. Well, actually, it was Bjarl, who was a storm guardian, yeah. who trained me. Yeah. And he has a yeah, duck named Fartheus. Yes. And then we then we came here yeah, and we found a princess mm-hmm. of thieves in her mm-hmm. den, except we can't yes. find it. But okay, I found I a way to Binghamton on a ferry. I know. Suddenly, Steve Gottschild stopped. Hey, Kale. I think I just found what we're looking for. The camera whip-zoomed to a thief skulking on a nearby roof. Hey, a thief! I bet he knows where the secret den of the hidden thieves is. My thoughts exactly. We'll lay in wait and trail him as he heads back to his secret den. Let's get him! And with that, Kale took off running after the hidden thief. Kale, no, you'll spook him! Kale climbed to the roof and followed the thief in an incredibly high-budget roof chase scene. But the thief was able to lose him at the very last roof. Dang, I thought I had him. How are we going to find the den now? Well, I think I just found what we're looking for again. Whip zoom to a large neon sign that read Famous Den of the Hidden Thieves. Kale and Steve Gottschild dove off the roof into a bale of hay and it looked really cool. They walked to the entrance of the den and found a large iron door and they knocked. The people swung open to reveal a pudgy face atop a pudgy man. Uh, uh, thieves only. And you two look like you pay for things. Uh, no, we're thieves. Oh, yeah? Prove that. Hey, Steve, we gotta steal something quick. Uh, do, do you have any ideas? Uh, let me see. Um, uh, we could, uh, we could go to a fancy restaurant, eat a big meal, and then say, oh, gotta use the bathroom, and then never come back. Yeah. No. But that comes out of the server's pay. And they make below minimum wage as it is. Okay, well, uh, let's see. Uh, we could uh, we could claim false dependents and maybe write off private spending as expenses. We could create a shell corporation and base it into Caveman Islands. And then we don't have to pay tax. Then we artificially inflate the stock and pull out at the last minute with a golden parachute. I love it. But... It's not tax season for another nine months. Ha! Yeah! Doesn't look like you guys have what it takes to be thieves. Kale leaned against the iron door and slumped to the ground in defeat. Yeah, maybe you're right. I just can't bring myself to steal from honest people. Maybe I don't have what it takes to be a storm guardian. Maybe Uncle Drudgery was right all along. I can't sweat. I can't steal. What can I do? (laughs) Well, you could tell a damn good story, I'll tell you that, man. You know what? You're in. What? But we didn't steal anything. You stole my friggin' heart, my dude. Now get in here before I rebound. Kale and Steve followed the pudgy man through a series of airlocks. And then downstairs. And then through a garage door. The room was small, maybe the size of 
two sedans, and filled with smoke. A tall bean-shaped man lounged in a scruffy couch. Yeah, okay, so, uh, welcome to the den of the hidden thieves. Uh, got a couch right there, 90% leather, 5% duct tape, 5% unknown. Uh, lava lamp there, real lava, fake lamp. Wow, this place is really cool. Yeah, this is our chill space, and I'm Grob, by the way. And that angry bean-looking guy over there is Snatch. Grob, you let more people in? Would they steal your heart again? Yeah, maybe they did. Grob, we steal real things. Felt pretty friggin' real to me, Snatch. Uh, well, I really appreciate you guys letting us in. You know what, Snatch? Maybe you should let someone in sometime. See how love feels. Never. That den is hidden and sealed. Deep down, far, far away, in the most secret of places. And there's only one person that I love enough to let in to hang out. And they'll never know. Because the only place I've ever shared that information is on a letter that I'll never deliver because we can never be together. Snatch, you're talking about Quave, aren't you? I don't know. Who's Quave? Huh, she's the boss of this place. The Princess of Thieves. She's our leader and our friend. She was stealing munchies from the Spitty Tinkler. She'll be back any second now. A princess? And she steals. Yeah, she's pretty sick. Uh, there's a lot of smugglers that dupe dumb country boys into moving their drugs for them. Drugs? Are you sure it's not medicine for the sick? Yeah, sick fox. Yeah, it's called honeydew, and that's pretty mean. Turns you in a bug for a bit. What's the big deal? That doesn't sound so bad to me. Bugs are cool. Drugs are cool. Maybe? I haven't tried them yet. Ha, think again, little sailor. It might sound cool now, but you'll keep going back. Again and again for another hit again and again. Everybody loves a bug's life. Just then, the garage door opened and a robed stranger entered the chill space. Snatch tried to hide the lava lamp before he realized who it was. Quave! Quave's back! The robed stranger removed the veil from her face, revealing a beautiful princess. Kale gasped. <gasps> the princess from my dreams. Wait. The Princess of Thieves is a woman? A beautiful woman? Hey, I know you. You're the kid from the Tinkler. I stole that honeydew from you. You like bugging out, huh? I, no, I, I just, I, I want a bigger tin, uh... Suddenly, the garage door flew open. The chill space became less chill. Soldiers of the Kingsguard grabbed Kale, Queeve, and Steve, while Snatch and Grab managed to hide behind the old couch. Alright, you're coming with us, Princess of Thieves. Or should I say, Princess of Biggerton? <gasps> Wait, you're also the Princess of Biggerton? Yeah, you can be the Princess of two things at once, come on! Double Princess. The guards escorted them out of the den and through the streets to the ferry docks. Kale noticed a giant man, maybe 30 feet tall, like three sedans stacked end to end. He was balding, wearing a stained undershirt, and was seated in an equally large and equally stained Lazy Boy. What is that? What, you've never seen a fairy before? You are a small town. From across the docks, the loud voice of the fairy can be heard calling. All aboard the Biggerton! One way, one stop, then I'm out of here. End of my shift, and I'm done. Union rules. I pay my dues. The prisoners were ushered onto a very large serving tray held by the fairy. Keep your hands and feet in at all times, otherwise you'll fall and die, and I do not need more dues, okay? Okay. 
And with that, the fairy and his passengers shot off into the sky. Wow, I can't believe we're flying. Then, out from behind the clouds, a giant turtle flying upside down came into view, its massive wings keeping it afloat. Biggerton. As the fairy flew closer to Biggerton, Kale could see the skyscrapers balanced on the turtle's belly. A bustling metropolis filled with people in fine clothing going about their everyday lives. Soon the fairy touched down in the Biggerton Lazy Boy, which rested on the turtle's left tit. Wow, this place smells pretty good after Smallerton. Well, get a good whiff, because where you're going? Oh boy, the smells in there, they're not good. It's going to smell bad where you're going. Now get moving. We're heading to the Belly Button Palace. The guards shoved and prodded the prisoners through the streets to the large, ornate building that was Belly Button Palace. They strolled through the large doors and down the wide hallways. The halls were adorned with paintings depicting battles past and also some lint. As they passed one such painting and lint, Kale noticed a beautiful warrior that held two storm swords attached by a chain. A storm guardian! Kale reached out to touch the painting, but Queeve knocked his hand away. Don't touch the walls, you'll get salmonella. Kale continued to stare at the painting. Who is she? Her name was Orlanda. She was Biggerton's storm guardian and my mom. This is her defeating the treachery phoenix before they sealed away Bladies. I never knew my parents. Did she die? Well, she ain't alive! Silence! We've reached the throne room. They did. A man of very large stature sat atop a beanbag throne the size of a 2013 Mazda 3, no cassette player. He wore the red regalia and golden crown of a king, his expression stern, his voice even more sterner. Who is that? That's the king, and my father, and my daddy, Tony Bigger Tony. There she is, my darling baby daughter. Hi, Daddy. You've been out stealing again, huh? Thieving, Daddy. We don't steal. I don't care what you call it. It ends now. Mom was a thief. It's in her blood. And it's in my blood, too. Yes, it's true. Your mother was a thief. She stole my heart. And then she made a beautiful baby girl out of nothing but my cum. Oh, Daddy. Yeah, it's true. She took my cum, and she worked away for months making it into a baby. Uh, she gave birth? Call it what you want, but no other woman could do what she did. Uh, give birth? No normal woman could make a baby. Uh, my liege, I, I think they do. In the tummies? Nah, I don't think so. Dad, can we please move on? You know, it's funny. It doesn't matter how old you get. Whenever I look at you, I still see that little puddle of cum. That cum that I gave your mother, and she said I'm going to make a baby out of this. Daddy, please. No, no, no. I got to give her credit. You know, I didn't believe her. I said, you're going to make a baby out of this little pool of cum? I mean, what's it going to be, about an inch high? That's no way for a baby to live. She says to me, no, full size. I said, all right, all right, all right. And then here you are, my beautiful baby daughter. My daughter that steals. It's not like that. Where did I go wrong? Was it not enough, come? So now you got to steal? Um, yeah, King Bigger Tony, can we just pull back from this for a second, please? We have important business. Well, I'll be Steve Gottschild. How you doing, my old friend? What are you doing hanging around with my thieving daughter and this farm boy? Bigger Tony, look, I think you've got the wrong idea here. Your daughter's a good person, and Kale is too. We're on a very important mission. We need your help. The room began to shake, and in fact, all of Biggerton was shaking too. What was that? Turtlequake. They're happening more often lately. Turtlequake? 
Yeah, when the turtle gets itchy, he shakes to scratch it. If this keeps up, we're gonna have a full-blown flip on our hands. Not on my watch. There hasn't been a single turtle flip while I've been king, and I aim to keep things that way, okay? I sit on this beanbag throne filled with the belly button lint of a thousand kings past, and I intend to honor that lint. Daddy, I'm telling you, it's all the honeydew drug that's flowing into Bickerton. We just need to find the source, and then we can- Enough! It's you running around being a thief instead of a princess that's causing the troubles, all right? Forget about the underbelly. The underbelly? <clears throat> Forget I said that, all right? You're going to your room, Missy. That's final. Well, that doesn't sound so bad. Smash wipe to Kale stuck in a pile of lint. Well, I guess this is the end of the tale for me, Kale Storm Gargenson. It's a pretty fun adventure, all things considered. No, I'm a Storm Guardian. I need to find a way out of here to save Queeve and all of Stormth. Hey, down there! A rope fell from the ceiling, and Queeve began to descend down it, lint roller in hand. Looks like you can use some cleaning up! Queeve! With the lint roller, Queeve began to attack the lint holding Kale. How did you get out of your room? With a little help from my friends. Then from the opening in the ceiling, Snatch and Grab poked their heads out. Ha, ya. You didn't think we'd leave an ornery thief behind, did you? Once Kale had been delinted, he said, Well, where do we go from here? The underbelly. It's where the drugs are being peddled. We need to stop them. Let's go. It won't be long until they're gone. We've got to move to the underbelly. The four honorable thieves snuck through the beautiful streets of Smallerton until they got to a very shady part of town that was down by the butt. Wow, it's a very seedy place. Is this the underbelly? No, the underbelly's the underbelly. It's, like, it's the underbelly of the turtle, Kel. Queeve knelt down and lifted up a turtle hole cover. Enough of blabbering, let's go to the underbelly. They lowered themselves down into the sewers that ran beneath the giant turtle's shell. Whoa, it stinks down here. Where in the underbelly are we going exactly? The Hive. It's a nightclub for bugheads to hang out and do honeydew. I'm sure that's the source of the drug. It's run by Miami Mantis, the meanest bug in town. Who would want to go to a nightclub in a sewer? It smells terrible here. Bugs don't have nostrils. Fun fact, they actually smell with their hair. The adventurers trudged on until the faint sound of the club's beats could be heard echoing through the tunnels. We must be getting close. They turned a corner, and there was the neon sign. It read, The Hive. Whoa, look at that giant bug. The beetle the size of a man in a deep v-neck and gold chain stood at the door. No, 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 humans, no way you're getting in here. Hold up, you big bad beetle bouncer. Queeve produced a latex satchel of honeydew from her pocket. We have a delivery. I see. Okay, you can go in. Don't start any trouble. She's at her regular booth. The giant beetle moved to the side and let the party enter the party. The hive was full of bugs. Every kind of bugs. Everywhere you looked, bugs. Some of them were laughing, some of them joking, but all bugs. Who did he mean by she? Miami Mantis. Miami Mantis is a girl? Yeah, Miami's a girl's name. Man, they look like they're having a good time. <laughs> Honeydew will do that to you. Seems pretty cool. It's not cool. It's for fools. They pushed through the bugs until they reach a private section at the back of the club. The giant praying mantis is snorting honeydew off its blade arms. Ah, that's good. God, I love being a bug. Then her multifaceted eyes fell on the adventurers like a pair of spooky rubies. And who is this? 
Ugh, we're here for the delivery! Queeve pulled out their latex satchel and laid it on the table in front of Miami Mantis. I don't recognize you three. How do I know you're cool? Uh, we've got a lava lamp back at our chill space. Not cool enough! Do the do with me to prove you're cool. I don't want to be dealing with narcs. The party looked at one another with hesitant looks for one another. Kale stepped forward. Kale! I've got to. To save us all. And prove I'm cool. Kale leaned down and took a big whiff. What's happening? I feel good. And strong. And fucking cool. Whoa. Kale, be careful, my dude. That stuff's powerful, not so much. Yes. I'm growing extra arms. I'm sprouting my wings. I can smell with my hair. My butt's glowing. Yes, a lightning bug, of course. You are a storm guardian, just as Blady said. Yeah, I am a bug, cause I did the drug. Wings to catch the breeze, making friends with bees. Hell no, don't let it take you over. You gotta fight the drug, fight the honeydew. Remember who you are. Now your friend is mine for the rest of time Corrupt the human form, conquering the storm Storm through the darkness and swarm Run the carcass, I'm the queen of the bugs And you're my bugula Storm in the darkness and swarm Around the carcass, you're queen of the bugs And I'm your bugula I could get used to this Kale, you've gotta kill the mantis man What's going on? Kale! Who's Kale? Being human's whack, never turning back. Strength of power grows, never wearing clothes. We've lost Kale. He's too far gone. He's not even wearing clothes. I'm going for the Mantis. I'll chop off your head till your body's dead. Smoke your bones like weeds, screaming as I feed. Storm through the darkness and swarm around the carcass. I'm the queen of the bugs and you're my bug you Storm in the darkness and swarm around the carcass. You're queen of the bugs and I'm your bug you Oh no, Kale's in too deep. The dude's got him. That's it. I'm coming for you, Miami. Headstrong, I'll take you on. Snatch, no, she's too strong. Headstrong, I'll take on anyone. She's mine. Snatch, you killed my best friend. Wait, friends? I had friends once. No, you're my bugula. I'm not your bugula. I'm Kale. Kale, the Storm Guardian. Kale snapped out of it, and he fired the lightning from his butt. In the confusion, Queeve grabbed Miami Mantis's blade arms and stabbed them into the bug's buggy chest. The bug's body crumpled to the floor, twitched, and then lay still. Then, 
it began to storm. It stormed and stormed all the way into a lady. A beautiful lady. Orlando Bigger Tony. Queef stared at the body of her dead bug mother. Kale began to feel the effects of the honeydew wearing off as his two extra bug limbs fell off. Queef, is that your mom? No, that's Monster. Honeydew killed Orlando Bigger Tony. The sword stuck in Orlando's chest began to storm as well. But instead of turning into ladies, they turned into storm blades tied at the hilt. Storm chucks. Whoa, your storm blades manifested after a great battle, just like mine. <laughs> oh no, oh snatch, why? Ko and Queeve turned to see the source of the wimpy crying. It was Grab, and he was holding Snatch's bodiless head. Oh god. Oh, Snatch, why? He always cared about you, Grab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not as much as he cared for you, Queef. He was my best friend. But I think he loved you. Kale dragged the body of Snatch back towards the head. He would have wanted these to be together. Wait. What's this? There's a letter in his pocket. All right. His deepest secret. The person he wanted to invite into his heart, but he couldn't. Queef. It's clear that he loved you. You should read it. Queeve, with trembling hands, picked up the bloody letter and read. It says, Actually, I loved Grab all along. Oh, no. Oh, Snatch. Grab, I'm so sorry. Snatch, I love you too, buddy. I love you so much. And I'll never love again today. Uh, guys, not to interrupt, but it looks like the other bugs heard the fight and they look pissed. Queeve tore the stormchucks from her dead bug mother's body. We're not going without a fight! Oh, Queeve, Kale. Quick, you guys get out of here. Snotch was the only thing I had left to live for. You get out of here, I'll hold him back. No, Grab, come with us. We can make a run for it. You'll never get out. Let me sacrifice myself for you. Goodbye. Snatch, this is for you! Kale and Queeve emerged from the turtle hole and beheld the destruction on the surface. The entire city lied in ruins. Buildings had fallen over and in some cases had fallen right off the turtle. Oh no! What happened? A flip! A flip? We flipped it! Quick! Let's get to Belly Button Palace. I gotta make sure Daddy's alright. The two ran through the devastation as quickly as they could. Kale and Queeve arrived at the Belly Button Palace to find its great towers had fallen. They entered the throne room and saw King Bigger Tony strapped to his beanbag throne with a seatbelt and he was covered in sick. Oh no, you caused the flip. I told you not to go down there. We just had a flip and it's because of you. Hey, where'd you get those storm chucks? Wait, Orlando, Queef, no. Why didn't you tell me? I just wanted to protect you. But despite all my trying, you caused the flip and killed your mother. The two things I was trying to prevent. You knew <laughs> Miami Mantis was my- Of course I knew. It was all my fault. During our battle with Treachery Phoenix, I told her to boost her storm powers with honeydew. It worked. She was more powerful, and she got addicted to that power. And being a cool bug! Daddy, I'm so sorry, but you can't. You can't protect me forever. I can't. I see that now. But I can protect this city. What do you mean? Queeve Bigotoni. You are too dangerous and unpredictable to be the Princess of Bigoton. I hereby sentence you to exile. Daddy, please. Nope, my mind's made up. 
You destroyed my city and my wife. And you made me sick all over me. What about Kale? Death. Death? But they were only trying to help me and Biggerton. Why the help they were? There's the blood and sick of a thousand people on their hands. Suddenly, what was left of the palace door swung open. Wait! Steve Gottschalk, I told you to flee! Great King, Kale was only trying to save Biggerton. He and your daughter only have goodness in their hearts. They have rid your city of the influence of Honeydew, which will help save Biggerton from future flips. Their actions are just. I plead leniency. He destroyed my city, and he destroyed my wife. He must die. Then I will die with them! <gasps> Steve Godschild, you son of a bitch. All right, all right. I'll banish you to the exile. Daddy, please, I'm your daughter! I don't have a daughter. I don't have anyone anymore. Take them away. The guards grabbed Kale, Queeve, and Steve and led them to the ferry. Wow, Steve. I can't believe you put your life on the line for a stranger like me. Then, Steve Godschild pulled down his sunglasses, lifted up his pimp hat to reveal he was Fafarthafis all along? Kale, it's me. What? Fafarthafis? But how? But you? But Steve? Keep it down. Don't blow my cover, Kale. Our adventurers climbed into the fairy's tray, and it took off to the skies, leaving Biggerton for what may be the last time. That's the exile! As they flew into the horizon towards the great desert and exile, Kale fiddled with a small satchel in his pocket. It does uh, smell like latex around here to you guys? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I have no idea what you mean. End of chapter three. Oh, but wait. What's this? We peek behind the curtain of shadows to reveal Glaive Key. Evil shadows are crawling. Oh no, my faithful friend. Miami Mantis did not fail. She played her role perfectly. The boy has been corrupted now. Everything is going according to plan. End of chapter three. A very special thank you to our guest voice actors, Mike Carroza as the fairy, Natalie Norman as Queeve, and Chris Sandiford as King Bigger Tony. I did the rest. I don't get a thank you. Dad deserves double the thanks this year. So this Father's Day, give him the power tool system that has everything for every job. The RYOBI One Plus tool system now on special buy. Over 260 RYOBI tools powered by one interchangeable 18-volt battery. And for a limited time, when you make a qualifying RYOBI purchase, you get one select tool or battery free. Feels like Father's Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid through July 31st, 2022. Valid at participating stores and online. Limit one per transaction. You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So instead, we're going to have someone else say it. Because for some reason, when a random person talks about how great something is in a commercial, it's more believable. I saved with a Progressive Home and Auto Bundle. And there you have it. I mean, I'm not sure why she's more believable than me, but either way, you get the point about the saving. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.